Good evening, everybody. This is Phenomenally Purposeful You and this is your girl Empress here. And today is November 5th. I've been gone for a little while. I've been very busy. I stepped into a new role. And if you're new to this podcast, welcome. (laughs) And if you're not new to this podcast, welcome back. Thank you for rocking with me. I say this almost every podcast when I've disappeared for a little while. It's definitely not you guys. I'm just been super busy. I stepped into a new role as of last, was it last month? No, I'm sorry. It was the end of September. Um, I stepped into a supervisor role, so I am very busy, still trying to be, um, still trying to maintain with school. So I've just been a little busy, but I had wrote a Facebook post and I was like, oh, wow. I think it was Facebook. Whatever. It was some type of post I put, like I just wrote myself. It wasn't something that I reposted. And it was about your ambition. Is your ambition your assignment? You know, what you're ambitious about is that your God-given assignment. And so, you know, I don't want to discourage anybody on my podcast. My podcast is never about discouragement, but I'm always trying to make people think, at least like I'm thinking, I'll be, I be thinking a lot. <laughs> my friends say I overthink and I'm just like, y'all are right. Like I tell everybody I'm an overthinker, but you know, God placed that in my heart and I was like, yo, is my assignment, I mean, is my ambition, my assignment, you know, is that my destiny? Is that what I'm created to do? I mean, I, I truly believe that. But, you know, sometimes God will surprise you. <laughs> I'm sure there's some people who are pastors and ministers and bishops and counselors and all of that who didn't think they weren't passionate about it. Right. And, you know, God made a way for them to be passionate about. They were like, oh, I want to be a teacher. Well, God got you being a pastor. You're still teaching technically. You're just not in the school system. You know what I mean? So um, before we get started, um, and I, you know, if you're new to this podcast, I just start talking. I just, whatever the Lord has me to speak. And right now, today, daylight savings time happened. If you're, I don't know if it's all the states, if you're not in the United States, we have daylight savings time. I'm not sure if it's overseas, um, but it is 730. But right now my brain is thinking it's nine, 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> and I keep thinking like, oh God, I got to do my assignment. I got to finish my assignments, which I do. I have assignments. Um, I was not feeling great yesterday, but it's all good. God is good. I feel so much better. I went to church online today, got a really good word, um, from a family friend that's a pastor and it was just amazing, just amazing, amazing. He preached on Acts 1, verse 4. If you want to read it, please do. Um, but let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much just for this time, this this word that you placed. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you just speak through me. Allow the ears I need to hear it, hear it and receive it, Lord God. Um, Lord, I pray that you block out all distractions, Lord God. From this podcast, Heavenly Father God, I just ask that you continue to nourish us, Lord, with your word and give us something to learn from it. Um, Lord, I pray that we just have a peace of mind, Lord God, whatever we're going through, Heavenly Father God, you just 
continue to give us peace of mind or direct our paths, knowing that we're on the right track, that we're doing what you created us to do, that we're following what you want us to follow, how you want us to live our lives, where we pray that you continue to just guide our paths, order our footsteps, Lord God. Allow us to be your hands and feet, Lord, and touch lives of the people who may not know you, Lord God, who don't, may have never heard your name, Lord God, never heard of the story of Jesus and knows what your son has done for us by sacrificing his perfect self, Lord God, and being able to just die willingly for us when we don't deserve it. But God, you loved us so much that you sacrificed Jesus and Jesus, you were willing to be that sacrificial lamb. So we thank you for just being the almighty God that you are the willing lamb, the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. Lord, I pray that this podcast reaches ears that it never had reached before, that somebody shares this podcast with someone and through this podcast, Lord, that they will be saved. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Okay, so if you're new to this podcast, Finale Purposeful You is about three years old now. Um, I think I started it in 2020, like right after I started my graduate school journey. Um, this is a solo podcast. I have done one episode with a co-worker. It was great. I want to have him back. Um, he was a big supporter of my podcast. I'm not sure if he still is, but if he is, he knows I love him dearly. Um, other people who listen to this podcast and that may know me personally, um, I'm not sure. I don't really share it. I'm very quiet about it um, in my personal life, but um, I mention it every once on a blue moon as a way to um, kind of do a self-care for me, to be honest. I love talking about God and being able to share not only my experiences, but others' experiences where I see God moved or moving Um, in the lives of myself or the lives of others, my loved ones, my family, my friends, my co-workers. Um, So I'm hoping this is a blessing to everyone that listens. Um, So is my ambition my assignment? I don't know why God wanted me to talk on this because I don't have a Bible verse to go back to it. Um, I don't have anything specifically to say like pull from the bible usually like I can pull quotes out of my head because I'm just like oh yeah I remember this verse this verse can relate but to be honest I don't have any for this so this may not be part of the episode but if it is hello anyway um so is my ambition my assignment and I think this this episode is not going to be pulling my typical pulling Bible verses to relate to the topic. I think it's more of a question podcast of what are you passionate about? And I know I've talked about purpose before on this podcast and I've talked about, um, let me, let me look on my Spotify cause I, I am subscribed and I need to remember a lot of my podcast episodes pretty much are very similar. So Let me see here. Um, (laughs) Anywho, while I'm getting it together, um, I guess I would want you guys to really think about, you know, what is your passion? What is something that you are like, let's say you're working a job, right? And you're working and it's basically like a dead end job for you. And 
you're not see, you're not passionate about it. You wake up every morning dreading to get from work, getting getting out of bed. You don't want to go to work. You're not excited. You're not nothing like that. And all of a sudden, oh wow, September I skipped. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to find podcast episodes that I've done in the past. Um, focus, focus, focus. Anyways, so you are at your job, but you're not finding any purpose, right? Like you don't think you have purpose, but you have purpose at that job. So like, I'll use it. I'll use an example. A friend of mine, really, really one of my best friends from college and she's working in the medical field. If she listens to this podcast, she'll know who she is because I only have one friend that works in the medical field. And she, when she was in undergrad, she was working at a hospital that she did not like basically what she was doing. And she didn't like the staff. And not that she like personally had an issue with the staff, but it was just like the, how do I explain this? Because it was over a couple years back. Basically, she had an issue with the way the staff was treating her department, which, of course, like you, you know, your team, you know who they are, you learning these things. And so she was just like coming to me, like venting all the time. And I'm glad that I am that person of safety for her and vice versa. She's one. Like I said, she's one of my best friends. And um, we talked on the phone and she said that she didn't feel purpose at her job. And I and it kind of made me sad. And so I'm listening to her and I'm hearing her just complain, complain, complain. And I'm just like, but God has you at that job for a reason. Now, she had other goals, right? She had goals. Obviously, she's in school. Not saying if you aren't in school, you don't have goals. But in her particular life, she had goals that required her to go to school. And so while she was talking to me I let her finish and then excuse me I asked her what did I I asked her why do you think you don't have purpose and she said to me she didn't think she had purpose because she wasn't doing what she wanted to do like it was kind of like a stepping stone to get her where she was but she had to go to grad school and finish this and that and a third so we kind of talked about her options of what she wanted to do and how much money she'll make and if she can move out of her house and this and the third. And I remember asking her or telling her rather that you're at, you're where you're supposed to be at the right time that you're supposed to be there. God has a bigger plan than what you think you should be doing in that moment. See, she was having those moments of I should have, would have, could have, I should have did this. Maybe I should have listened to this person. Maybe I should have listened to my mom. All of these things that the enemy has you thinking, man, if I would have did what such and such did, maybe I would be over there. You know how that song, the grass is greener or the statement, the grass is greener on the other side, Chris Brown song, grass is greener on the other side, grass greener, whatever the name of the song is. Listen, the enemy will always make something look good, right? That you low-key wanted. You're like, oh, because it was easier, right? For example, sometimes a man will leave a woman who is being difficult for a woman that is being easy and vice versa. 
this woman may be a woman who doesn't let you talk to her any kind of way. So she stands up for herself. I'm giving examples. So the guy leaves that one and goes be with someone else who lets him run amok. Doesn't speak life into him. Doesn't pray over him. All of these things and vice versa. You know, a woman will leave a man who challenges her, but yet go be with a man who is the yes man. Right. That's that's a relationship example. Let's go with a job. You worked at your job for six months and you expecting a raise within six months. But there's somebody who's been working there for six years. And this, and don't don't do the math for me. I'm just making examples. Who is now at the top? Does it make sense? Hope I'm making sense a little bit here. So my friend, back to her, she was looking at, and that's what I talked about how social media plays a huge distraction that the enemy uses because even myself I get caught up in it like man I'm about to be this age and I need I should have this by now and this by now and this and my parents did this listen that comparison spirit that's something dangerous something very dangerous it's not good it's it's not good um give me one second I'm looking I'm looking I had to stop I'm looking again um it might have been in the dream podcast it, or episode. It could have been on the breakthrough. Uh, I'm going I'm going up and down. I really can't tell from the names. You th- oh, there's one destination versus Joel. Nah, that one is more about the journey <laughs> than the destination. Um, but I know setbacks. I talked about setbacks. Um validation success purpose purpose was like the first episode so like purpose and I would say validation and success might touch on this topic a little bit or the whole podcast I can't remember because I recorded them three years ago maybe I should listen to them again but anywho so my friend my one of my best friends she felt very discouraged and she was just like, yo, like, um, like, but, but I will see this thing on social media and I will see this on social media and this person is where I want to be and they're doing everything that I want to do and they're this age or they live here and I just, and, and you know, and there's one thing I, I told her, I said, you know, you, where you're at and where they are you're praying to get where they're at but you don't know what they went through to get what they where they're at i'm gonna say that one more time because i think i messed it up sometimes when we're looking at somebody else's doormat right they might show the glitz and the glamour and all the great things that they want people to see but they are not showing you how many times they failed. So if you've seen the movie Acrimony by by Tyler Perry, if you have spoiler, I mean, if you have not spoiler alert, the man that plays Taraji P. Henson's husband, 
as a as a teen, as a young man, not a teen, a young man, he had this one dream for this for this um this this experiment, not experiment, this um I can't think right now, but he had some, he had basically a um, machine. He was like, "This machine's gonna work. I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna make it work." It took him years and years, and she poured into that man everything. And it took him years, but he finally made it work, right? And then he got rich. And I'm just going to cut that part out of the movie. Anyway, so sometimes, but my point is, it took him years to get, to finally figure out what years, years of money, years of failures, years of aggravation, frustration, fights with his wife, losing his wife, all of these things to finally get where he needed to be when it came to this invention. That's the word I was thinking about earlier. Sorry. So I was telling one of my best friends, I said, it's so easy. And so, like I said, social media is very dangerous because social media will have you looking at something like, oh, such as that's that's how a lot of lust happens when men start looking at females pictures or females be looking at men pictures oh he got he got better arms than my husband or oh she got nice hair than my she got nice shape better than my wife why can't my wife look like that oh look at all the likes my wife only gets 30 white like like 30 likes why she, she got 120 likes same thing. Oh, their house looks nice. Why can't we buy a house like that? Oh, they got money to spend. Oh, look at their kids. Their kids got honor roll. Oh, look, their kids in IB. Oh, look, them kids. Listen, sometimes, and it's more, more, not, it's not even some, it's a lot of times, we be looking at other people's things. And I don't mean possession, I mean possessions. I also mean like their husband and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends, whatever, their children, their finances. Some people will be on social media just so they can have something to talk about for about other people. Let me let me back up. Some people don't be these people that go on social media just to look for something to talk about. You don't go on Facebook just to look at something and be happy about it. If you see such and such got married, such and such got a new job, such and such got saved, that's awesome. But don't go out there looking for something to gossip about. What does this have to do with ambition? I'm getting there. When we see a God blessing other people, we want to know what they did to get what they got. Your ambition can be you want to be a chef, but your homeboys or your homegirls, your brothers, your sisters, everybody telling you money, not chef ain't the chef. You're not making no money being a chef. You make money being in the being in the um, influencing world. So then you start doing influencing. But 
your homeboy making, getting views, making money, all of this, you're not getting successful in influencing. Why? Because that's not your purpose. That's not your assignment. Your ambition might not be toward that. Your ambition is money motivated. That's why it's not working for you. Does that make sense? God gives us gifts and talents, each and every one of us. Some of us have multiple gifts. Some of us have multiple talents, but he gives us gifts and talents. You just ask him to show you, God, help me to be where you want me to be. Show me just because someone else has the dream that you, excuse me, have. Doesn't mean that's not part of your journey. Doesn't mean that's not part of your destination. Does not mean that's not part of what God has for you. Excuse me. Like I said, sometimes social media will have you wrapped around, wrapped around, and the enemy uses it. And he wraps us around his finger all the time. He'll be like, hey, go look at your sister's post. Hey, go look at your brother's. Go look at such and such from high school. Oh, yeah, such and such got a baby. Such and such got married last year. They just bought a house. If you gave that same energy that you give, gossiping and looking at somebody else's stuff, you miss out on all the other stuff. Such and such saved somebody's child. Such and such got saved. Such and such opened a new a new church. Such and such. There's a church opening up next to you. There's a shelter opening up next to you. The community needs help. If we stopped looking at social media and comparing ourselves to other people, you know what's crazy to me? And I do this sometimes, and which is why I could talk about it. Why do we compare ourselves to people we don't even know? We're big at this. We compare ourselves to people on social media, to celebrities, all of these people. Right? We compare ourselves. Do you know that when we compare ourselves, we're missing out what God is doing in this right moment? You don't know what God is doing through you if you're looking at somebody else's front door. If you're looking at somebody else's window, if you're looking at somebody else's business, you're missing the blessing that God is doing through you. You might be like, oh, I go to work at this at this um, bank every day and I'm, a, I'm just a teller and blah, blah, blah. You don't know how God is using you. Somebody might come in there illiterate, may not have never, ever touched a bank card in their life on the brick of suicide you don't know who you're gonna meet you don't know how God's gonna use you don't put God in a box do not put God in a box your ambition what God put in your heart is your assignment my job today I work for a nonprofit, right Never knew I would be in the nonprofit field. When I graduated college, my goal was to go to grad school because I had a vision. I said, God, you gave me this vision years before, and I'm just walking in it. But I didn't know how I was going to get to there. I just thought go straight to school, but I took a three-year gap, right? 
before I started grad school. And as you, if you've been listening to this podcast for a year, for a while now, I've been rocking with me. You know, I'm in school. So my not part of what I'm doing right now is helping me. It's not directly helping that I can see at the moment. But then again, when I think about some of the certain things that I do with my clients, with my clients and our guests, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's going to help me down the line. And I'm so grateful. The conversations I had, the relationships that I'm building is helping me because one day I am going to be a counselor. Not because and, and trust me, that's not a field with a lot of money. I'm not money motivated. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it's not bad. It's not bad to make money. But like the movie says, make the money. Don't let it make you from the Players Club. Sorry. Just putting it out there, these quotes. But like I said, there's so many people who are ambitious, who aren't even ambitious about what God want, God has put in their heart to be ambitious about. A lot of people, especially the young generation, and I'm young, the young generation is money motivated. Oh, I don't want to do this because it's not making me enough money. Or I, I really want to do this, but I don't want to do that because it's not making a lot of money. You don't know how God is going to bless you. Just because Johnny don't make a million dollars don't mean you ain't going to make a million dollars. Like I said, I don't put God in a box. People be like, oh, if I just did this, I'd probably be making money. Okay. You do know the more money you make, the more taxes come out of your paycheck, right? I know we all out here trying to survive. It, in this, um, this economy is something else. I'm telling you because I pay high rent and I'm just like, why is it like that? For where I live for five years, it should not be this high. This is ridiculous. Like when I first moved to my apartment, I was only paying $1,000. I've been here five years and it's now $1,700. It's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. But what I'm saying to you all is your ambition, that thing, that thing that keeps you motivated, that thing that you're like, okay, you know, God, I see you. God, you know, something tugging at your heart strings. When you're like, oh, I think I should invent this, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe like I, I talked to one of my co and one of my um one of my old friends, she used to work in um finances. She started working in ministry. And I told her, I said, before she even started working in ministry, I said, she was she was going through some things and she, I was like, why don't you go back to finances? She's like, because I'm not supposed to be there. She said the she said, the Lord told me to not go back to finances. To not go back to banking, dealing nothing with money. She was supposed to be working in ministry. This woman was homeless for two years. She lost everything. But God gave it back tenfold. You see what I'm saying? God will never leave you in a place that he can't pull you out of. So whatever you're ambitious about, whatever you're passionate about, that's not, and you're not money motivated by it. Keep sticking with it. Even when you feel like God's not using you, he's using you. Trust me, he's using you. You may not feel like you have a purpose. I'm telling you, ask God to show you. God, show me your purpose for my life and he'll show you. 
Sometimes it's in your dreams. Sometimes it's having a conversation with somebody. I've had people come to me at my job and literally have just a conversation with me. And they tell me they don't even know I'm in school. And they're like, are you a counselor? And I said, no, but I'm actually in school to be one. And they say, you will make a great one. And I say, thank you. And that's just constant confirmation that I get. I'm already in school for it. You see what I'm saying? God already lined it up before I even took this job. God already lined things up and people that I'm going to meet. Even tomorrow when I go into the office, there's somebody I'm going to meet tomorrow. Who's going to need to hear bad news. And because I'm the manager, I got to go speak to them. But it's not how I say it. I mean, it's not what I say. It's how I say it. You know, I never thought I'd be working for a ministry. I never thought I would be working for a nonprofit. But I am. Didn't have really much uh, uh, in-between goal is what I'm saying. But like I said, we got to stop looking at other people's front door we gotta stop thinking the grass is greener if you're dealing with you know things that's going on internally with you if it's oh i'm the good person and then when i say good i mean quote good like the goody goody i used to be the goody goody like quote quote like i didn't do i didn't go out i didn't run away from home i didn't like all the what they say is a good child i was that i never like cussed out my parents i never like broke curfew I never smoked and did drugs like none of that stuff like that so where was I going with that that was a purpose sorry I, I don't I feel like sometimes I have ADHD or at least my friends tell me that and I'll be trying to say uh-uh, I don't got it but um ain't nothing wrong with people who have ADHD just putting it out there I love everybody um but I do get easily distracted because I feel like my brain is just go, go, go. <laughs> but um, what was I going with the goody too? Okay, whatever. It's it's, it's the thoughts gone. Um, but like I was saying, we're so busy looking at other people and what they have. And, 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 and even taking some of that out of that, like looking at what others have. You miss out on the blessings that God gives you. So let's say somebody who doesn't have children want children. And somebody who do have children miss the life they had before their kids. Y'all both are looking at each other's lives. And you're like, I wish I had that. You don't know how many times that person got pregnant before they had kids. Or if those are even her biological children or his biological kids. You don't know if he had a sperm donor because he couldn't, his sperm was no good. You don't know what somebody went through. We be coveting other people's lives thinking, oh, they got it made. No, they don't. Even celebrities, we think, oh, because they have millions of dollars, they're not hurting the bank, blah, blah, blah. They still got bills to pay. They still have children. And you don't know when they come out on stage or come out in these movies and in these shows and all of that. You don't know what goes on in everybody's household. You know, one thing I would hear people say, oh, I want a marriage like such and such. I want a marriage like this person. You don't you don't know. You see what's in front of you. You don't see what's in that household. 
Their kids don't even know what goes on behind closed doors. Sometimes. Some 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 people do. You don't know what somebody full story is until you listen and sit down. And even then, when they still tell you the full story, you don't know the full story. Only you and them and God. I mean, only God and them know the full story. Now, let me ask you something. I just thought about this. Have you ever thought about the stories that you tell yourself as a twisted version of your stories to make you look good? I'm going to just repeat that. Have you ever thought about the fact that the story of the the version of the story that you tell is the twisted version of the story? What I mean is, let's say, for instance, like my mom, I'll use my mom, for example. Excuse me. A lot of times when I tell stories, um, my mom, like I'll re- I'll retell the story to my mom after I already told the story to my friend or something, and my mom will say, "You got it all wrong," and I say, "No, I don't." And she's like, "Yes, you do, because you was only six years old. How do you remember that?" My version of the story is my version. You can't tell me, and I told my mom this. I said, "You can't tell me. You can't dismiss my." My memory, what I remember is my remember. Like, that's my memory. And she's like, but your memory is wrong. And I said, but my memory is my memory. Right? But have you ever thought about maybe your version is twisted? Sometimes, this is why it's so important for counseling. I'm not saying this because I am going to be a counselor. I do believe in therapy. I do believe that a lot of people, a lot of people, like the saying, hurt people, hurt people, are walking around hurting other people because they are not healed from their own trauma. They just keep putting it under the rug, pushing it under the rug, and not addressing the issues that need to happen. There's so much pain and hurt in this world, and it's so sad. It's so sad. Like, everybody's out to get everybody in selfish reasons. Like, what happened to loving your neighbor? What happened to being next to your neighbor and asking them for sugar, for coffee, for just even, hey, my name is such and such, and I live in, I live next door, and I just moved here. What happened to those Like really small towns, I know sometimes do that still, but in the city, you don't do that. Sorry, I'm listening to Maverick City music. If you need some some Christian music, Maverick City is a good group. Tasha Cobbs is another good group. Tasha Cobbs Leonard, let me correct myself. Chandler Moore, he's part of Maverick City, but he's also, I think, trying to branch off. And then Naomi Rain, she's beautiful too. She was part of Maverick City. Um, Kirk Franklin, um, Luke Lecrae, Trip, Tripoli, Erica Campbell, just to name a few. Anyway, um, I just think that you have to be mindful of these things. You have to be considerate of how your trauma plays in everything you do, everything you say. And sometimes the things we desire 
because other people have it. That's how greed happens. Like there was a show called Snapped I watched as a kid and it was real stories. They were based on true events. And it was mainly about the women who ended up snapping. And one of the things in the, in the theme song wasn't really a song, but it was like an instrumental. And it had like greed and all these other things. And, you know, greed is one of the deadly, seventh deadly sins. And so you think about sometimes we be greedy. Like, oh, such and such got a ring. Why don't I have a ring? Or such and such has, has a new car. Why don't I have a new car? You know, a lot of people take it. A lot of people don't appreciate their loved one, their their spouse, their kids, because they're always looking at someone else's front door. If we were able to look at our front door and sweep and literally see Oh, God, you you gave me a house. You gave me a roof. Everything in my house is good. It's not broken. Or, God, even if it is, something's broken. You gave me money in my account through my job where I didn't think I had purpose. Now I think I have purpose. Even if it's you've been at this job for 10 years or you've been at this job for 10 days. You know, God gave you purpose. You know, God, you, I'm sleeping at my front door. I see that I have money in my account. I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills, but God, you made a way for it. I didn't know how I was going to, I was, I'm too busy looking at somebody have a baby, not realizing, Lord, I'm not ready to have a baby or I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at somebody else. You know, they they going on dates and my boyfriend's not taking me on dates or my girlfriend. She don't appreciate me. But this girl, this guy, this guy's girl appreciates, appreciates him. And your girl out here about to throw you a surprise birthday party. But then you start flirting with the wife, with the work wife, quote unquote, at your job. You see what I'm saying? We're so busy looking and lurking at other people's stuff. We're not sweeping on our front door and making it clean. Start sweeping at your front door. Make it clean. Make make way. You'll start seeing, God bless me with this. God bless me with that. God bless me with X, Y, Z. And then let's say you only have a little bit. And you're like, God, I want more. I want more. I want more and God's not giving you more. God ain't giving you more because you ain't ready for more. One of the things I always pray about is God prepare me for what I'm praying for. You might be praying for a bigger house, but you don't even take care of the tiny room that you're in. God, I want I want another job. God, I want a job that pays me more for you to get paid more. You got to do more work and you are already showing up late. You can't even get to work on, late. on. You can't even get to work on time. God, I want this. Can you handle it? Are you in a position to handle what you're praying for? Me, I'll give you an example. I love children. I want to be a mom one day. But I know darn well I ain't ready for no children right now. 
not with enough on my plate as is. I was telling my work mom, I said, I worked, I slept for 12 hours and I was still tired. Do y'all know I never, I don't sleep like that. But God let me rest. I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, please let me rest. And God answered my prayer and I said, Lord, thank you. Even though I was tired, I was still tired and my body wasn't feeling great. My body was like kind of like not all, my body was all over the place yesterday. But I slept 12 hours and I slept some more yesterday. That's why I'm doing my homework so late today, which I got to wrap this up a little bit. But, you know, this sometimes we forget the blessings that God has stored upon our lives because we're people that want more and more and more. I wonder if sometimes God looks down on his children and he's like, I've given you what you asked for. Why is that not good enough? I've given you everything you've asked for, but you're still asking me for more. Do you know God can't run out, right? And I think I said this before. Sometimes we as people, we run out. We feel like we run out of grace for people. We run out of out of um, forgiveness. We run out of love for people. And God just keeps pouring more and more and more. God can't really run out. God will love us and love us and, until eternity. But you don't think sometimes, I mean... I don't know if God thinks like this, but I think, I mean, when I think of God, I try, I think of God as being realistic, that God thinks, well, dang, daughter, don't, didn't, I just gave you what you wanted last week. Can you just, can you just give me a break? It's like a kid wanting one thing one day, the next day coming home, mommy, daddy, I want this. Mommy, I want this. Daddy, I want this. Grandma, I want this. Uncle, I want this. It's not every holiday, every day. Every day is something new. I don't have children, so I don't know if that's actually true. But every day they want something new. And as a parent, you want to make your child happy. But you got to also remember, sometimes what your children are asking for is because they see their friends having it. Right? That's how we get into that habit when we're children. Oh, such and such gets an allowance. Why can't I get an allowance? Such and such has a curfew at 10 o'clock. And you know, it's funny because when I grew up, I'm showing my age a little bit. If you're younger than me on this po- listening to this podcast, my mom would say, not my mom. I don't, I don't know. She, I don't know if she really said this to me, but I've heard other parents say it. They say it to their kids. Oh, such and such gets to do it. Well, I'm not such and such's mother or such and such is not my child. You are, you know what I'm saying? And so we were taught at a young age, all you had to do was ask and you shall receive. But do you know how, and that's true. That's true when it comes to God. That's not true when it comes to man. And it's, and it's unfortunate that we have this type of mindset because people walk around feeling like they are old, feeling like, oh, you got to give it to me. Because what if they don't give it to you? They're going to take it. They're going to kill you for it. They're going to they gonna do something worse just to say they got what they want. Just like with the show Snapped, I said earlier, there has been people on that show, me and Greed. This, in this one episode, I will not, it will not leave my memory. It is an episode where a young mom, I mean, a young lady, 
maybe in her 30s, she killed her own mother because of greed. She wanted something that bad. You know, there's Fatal Attraction and all this other kind of shows. Those are, Some of them, I don't know if they're really all real, but I don't watch them anymore. But I would say, excuse me, I would say that, I feel like I got acid reflux. Sorry. Um, I would say that your greed is what gets you in trouble. You just want more. You know, men are taught the more women they smash, the better. Some men are taught if they're in church, they grew up in church, hopefully they listen. One woman is enough. Some of them, you listen to their boys. Nah, man, you got to smash this one and this one and this one and have one over here and have one over there. This one in this state, this one in that one, all over the place and never get caught. But have them all loyal to you. Then when the guy... Welcome back to part two. Sorry about that, guys. Um, My mom called. And (laughs) when my parents called, their calls come through regardless. But um, I don't know where I left off at. And I'm recording this on August. Not August. Jeez. Um, (laughs) I'm recording this on November 5th, 2023. Um, I was on a roll, so now I feel... A little discombobulated, but it's all good. Um, sometimes we're sweeping at our front door. We don't, when we're not sweeping at our front door, we're we're looking so much at other people's blessings that we miss our own. And I know I rambled a lot in the first part of the episode, so I apologize. But um, I think it's very important to understand that and to know that your blessings come every single day, waking up every day, breathing, hearing, smelling, you know, um, there's people who woke up, had a quote unquote normal activity or normal whatever, and all of a sudden they decide to go out with their friend who was drunk driving they crash. They were just a passenger. They weren't drinking and driving. And I use drinking and driving a lot as an example, but now they're drinking and driving. I mean, the friend's drinking and driving. They get into an accident. Now the friend who wasn't drinking and driving is paralyzed, but nothing happened to the drunk driver. Sad, isn't it? I remember hearing a story about it on face on Snapchat. I think it was Snapchat. This girl, she went out with her friends. She was drinking in the car. Like they are, they were all drinking. I think they had went to prom or something like that, and or some some party event. And um, the people were drinking and driving. She was in the car. I'm not sure if she was drinking as well, but the car like split. Or went went like hit like a brick or something like that. Hit a pole and a brick, and then kind of split or something like that. And her friend got killed. And everybody else who was in the car, 
I think only like two people got killed and then the rest of them lived. And now they have to live with that for the rest of their lives. But let's say you're the person who you you don't drink and drive, but you decided to go drink and drive with your friends one day. That one time could cost you your whole life or cost you the life of somebody else. What looks fun sometimes to other people, like let's say, you know, your one friend is promiscuous and had a couple of STDs, but never told you nothing because they didn't want you judging them. And you're like, man, they got they got this boy, they got this girl, whoever, let's say, whatever, man, woman, whatever. And they're like, you're like, oh, this person gets everybody. They don't have, you know, they're, they, they sleep with everybody. They never had no STDs, no STIs. Like, they make it sound so good, right? They make it sound so fun. I should try it. Then you do it. You might do it one or two times. Then you realize it's not for you. But that second person done gave you an STD that you can't get rid of. All because you wanted to have fun. You know. Sometimes it's best to just not to not look at nobody else's front door. Because you are missing out on your own blessings and you will cause yourself more harm because the grass is not always greener on the other side. Tying it back to your ambition, sometimes somebody can have the same ambition as us. They can have the same ambition, but they don't have the same assignment. Your assignment is your assignment from God. Some people are not in their assignment. Some people are in a marriage. That's not their assignment. Some people are having children with people. That's not their assignment. Some people are in relationships with people. That's not their assignment. Some people are at jobs. That's not their assignment. Don't you be fooled by what you see in other people's lives thinking that's their assignment. And assignments can mean a lot of different things. Misery loves company. A lot of us are mid, and I say us because I'm in, I'm in groups with these with people. I, I don't exclude myself. A lot of us in this world are miserable, and we're just trying to make other people miserable. So we put doubt in their mind. Oh, well, I don't know about all that, is what they'll say to you. You tell them something good, they'll be like, oh, uh, man, well, look at this. Such and such went through that same thing, and it didn't work for them. I didn't tell you about such and such. I'm telling you about me. Don't let somebody speak death over what God spoke life into your life about. What works for you may not work for that other person. Oh, such and such... You know, they went to school and that's why when I tell when I meet young moms or I meet moms who tell me their kids want to go to college that went that are going to college for what I used to go to. I used to say or what I say is congratulations. 
And I said, and I always say, that's what I went to school for. And then they look at me, they're like, you went to school for that? And I said, yeah, but I, that wasn't my calling. I always say that wasn't my assignment. That wasn't my calling. I wasn't meant to go to, I wasn't meant to be a pharmacist. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I would make great money and I'll be, I wouldn't be stressed about finances, but I mean, I think I wouldn't be stressed about finances, but I wouldn't be in my assignment. You get what I'm saying? You got to be in your assignment. You don't know how God is going to use you. Your assignment is your assignment. Their assignment is their assignment. If you're walking in your assignment, allow God to keep using you. Because when he's using you, he's still blessing you. Excuse me, don't take, he's not taking nothing from you. He's not taking nothing from you. He's not asking you. He may ask you to give up something to get to your assignment. But know that, okay, that part of your assignment is over. I used to ask God, is my best friend my assignment? Or is she a part of my journey? Because me and my best friend were hitting, me and my other best friend, my best friend of 14 years, we was we was going through a lot in our friendship. And I was just like, okay, God, she, she must be an assignment. She must not be a, um, she must not be a, um, a, a, a lifetime friend. This might be just an assignment. She knows this, so she, she can listen to this and won't feel no type of way. We've had these conversations before. Not everybody is your, not every, not everything is going to last forever in a day. If you get what I mean. Some relationships might, some jobs might, you might retire, you know, whatever. And that was your assignment, but you got to know the difference. What is your assignment? What is God going to be? What is God using right now in this season? What are you, what is God doing in your life? Is it, you know, God, I'm, I'm in school and I want to travel the world but I don't know how I'm going to do it because you're only looking at it with your spiritual eyes. And I talk about this a lot too. And if you, if I sound far, I am a little bit because I'm trying to take clothes off the washer and put them in the dryer. But anyway, as to what I was saying, sometimes the things that seem impossible or seem so far, God turns it around and it's right there at your doorstep. But because you are looking at Susie's doorstep, looking at Megan's doorstep, looking at Jayla's doorstep, you missed out on your blessing. You miss out on your opportunity. And that opportunity might be a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It may come back around again in 10 years when you're ready. It came around once. Oh, no, my button have to get this sold on i don't know where this came off of anyway um oh i think i found it okay no not these pants anyway um but like i was saying you just never know so i so i share with you and i advise you or suggest i should say i suggest sorry that you be mindful of what of what God has for you
because what God has for you may not look like what Shannon has, what Isaiah has, what Margot has, what Sarah has, what everybody else has. We be idolizing other people's things, other people's visions, other people's stuff, not realizing we're not supposed to. The only person we're supposed to idolize is God. The only being we're supposed to idolize is God. But anyway, I'm going to hop off that. It's 8.30, or it's past 8.30, rather. So I'm going to go. But let me um, set my clocks back again, or set them right, because they're not at the right time. They're like two minutes behind, and that's going to throw me off. Oops. Is it 8.32? Well, we, we're just going to keep it at 8.30. 8.32. But anyway, um, let's, let's close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this night. We thank you, Lord, that we had at least 30 to 40 minutes of uninterrupted podcast time. And Lord, I thank you for that. God, I thank you that we each have an assignment before we're called home. And I pray, Lord, that we do this assignment, that, Lord, that we don't get so caught up in what others have said or others are doing because the enemy uses social media and jealousy and greed and angry and envy and ego, just all these things, Lord God, to destroy us. He'll use anything to destroy us, even the people that you have used as blessings in our lives. So, God, I pray for each and every person that is looking at another person's doorstep, looking at someone else's life, thinking it's green, it's the grass is greener on the other side, whether it's within their marriage, their career, their children, their own selves, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you continue working us, continue to heal us, Lord. Allow us, Lord, to be used by you for the calling for the assignment, for the anointing that you have on our lives, Lord. Lord, I thank you so much for what you're doing. Lord, I pray that even when we can't even see what you're doing, Lord, we stay faithful to you. In your son's precious name, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, guys, I'm out of here. I hope you guys have a great one. If I don't do another podcast before Thanksgiving, I pray you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Take care. Love you guys. Bye.